0: you're listening to success up north this podcast is a way for me to document my journey searching for success as a grower family man and business leader i'll link with other leaders to highlight how they manage to do the boring work consistently and create their own version of success success is relative but to me it means relationships families teams products and solutions that get better every day i'm grateful for you tuning in What's up, folks? I'm reflecting on how I consume information and the feelings it gives me. Yeah, I I feel like I get goosebumps that come from reading and internalizing a new concept or a lesson. And it's unlike any other feeling. Uh, You know, when I'm reading something contextual to my problems and it offers a solution that I didn't know about or some way to reframe the information so that I understand it. I feel electric. When I commit to using that knowledge and execute with it, the feedback loop that is created and the power that comes from it is unreal. That feedback loop is what keeps me coming back day after day to continue learning and continue growing. Uh, realizing that the generation before me didn't have nearly the same access to this opportunity pushes me way harder. You know, knowing that Many people I respect and admire built what they built without the access to knowledge that I have. When I think about what my future looks like, it's unreasonable for me to think I wouldn't be successful with this kind of access to information and a hell of a lot of discipline plus patience over time. That's a a relieving feeling, I guess, uh, or... or inspiring, but it, it it takes a load off, um, makes me realize that it's all out there and all I've got to do is consume it, study it, and apply it contextually to my situation. I think my first real experience looking back on like getting that feeling, holy shit, what did I just learn and what power did I just gain? was from some of the information I consumed back when I was uh, just graduating college, just becoming a range grower in New Mexico. I remember I was struggling really, really bad with two-spotted spider mite. Uh, I think it was on Columbine, aquilegia, aquilegia in like these six-inch pots. And when I got to the farm, holy crap, <laughs> Drew uh, Guffy, my manager at the time and one of my close friends was like, Hey man, we're struggling with this Aquilesia, it's had two spotted spider mite, humidity's really low. Uh, yeah, we're kind of stuck. We've been using a little bit of this, a little bit of that, trying some beneficial insects and it was a problem that I couldn't solve. And that frustrated me because my ego told me that I should be able to solve it. Well, I learned a lot about myself and my ego over time, but something I learned in the moment is that there are resources out there. And I wasn't on an island. I wasn't alone. I wasn't searching for something that wasn't out there. In fact, it was out there. And there were people just like me that were looking for the same information and looking for solutions to their problems. What I discovered were trade publications like Grower Talks and Greenhouse Grower Magazine. And that like just completely changed my beliefs on crop production because I got to see and read and even connect with people that are doing something similar but maybe a little bit different in their own unique way in their own unique situation and so like consuming the information and and you know taking that knowledge and applying it and okay well I'm not going to use this pesticide because in fact uh you know it creates uh, more resistance and and, and uh, quickly it becomes ineffective so I'm gonna switch to this like that was fantastic information that I needed and it helped me right then and there but something that came from consuming all that information and just like trying to get all these different perspectives was there were folks out there that I needed to talk to. I saw their name under an article or, you know, beside a piece that I felt was really impactful for me. And I needed to have a conversation with them. So getting the chance to, you know, see that email and shoot off an email uh, to further clarify something from the article or to just say, hey, is it too much to ask to get five minutes of your time to talk on the phone? That was like a new door that had opened for me. And I wouldn't have seen those doors uh, or had the chance to, you know, Try to bust them down unless I had started consuming that content. When it comes to professional growth, a lot of professional growth is driven by personal growth. And it seems like one of the ways that I've personally grown the most is one, by experience and fucking stuff up and finding out, right? Fucking around to finding out. But one of the biggest ways is is skipping some of the finding out by, taking lessons learned from people that I trust and consider mentors and applying those before I ever have to make the same mistakes um, that they've made and that they learned from. And so I think, you know, when it comes down to what all this does for us, it it's a massive opportunity for us growers to find contextually relevant information and spend the time during the day, the work day, consuming it. We have to be intentional with the time that we put towards working on the business and not in the business. And that's something I'll chat about on a, another podcast. I've got some ideas on, on, uh, some ways I've been improving my own time management and I want to share those. But when it comes to like what I'm consuming now and what's, you know, bringing me those Feelings of electricity and getting me all jacked up. I'm currently rereading Atomic Habits for the book club we have at work. Uh, Willie, our CEO, started a book club, and we're reading one book per month and getting together and you know really studying it and talking about how we're applying it. And so Atomic Habits is one of the books that we're reading. I've read it before and it was about three years ago. It seemed like it it really was a catalyst for me to focus on my habits and make a habit of creating and being consistent with habits. It didn't really originally strike me as something that was going to be as powerful as it was, but I still to this day, uh, even before rereading it, think about the methodology of habit stacking and taking a habit that you want to put into your routine and putting it on the back end or the front end of a uh, already established habit. So for me, uh, I tend to get up and do the elliptical uh, and exercise at a certain time every morning. If I can do something right before that or right after that and add it in, then chances are I'm probably going to do that habit. So I'm excited about rereading this gaining that information with uh, you know a new lens and a new perspective that i have three years later i'm also excited to discuss those uh, lessons learned with the folks on the team that are a part of the book club uh, there's folks on the cultivation team that have the book and are geeked up excited about it and it's an opportunity to to see them consume something and see how they apply it and i think that's the biggest test consuming it is one thing but uh, and I don't know who says it, but intelligence is being able to consume something and then do something about it or not make the same mistake twice or uh, make an impact from that knowledge. And so I want to see how intelligent our team is. Uh, I think we've got some really intelligent folks and I'm excited to see what they do with the knowledge. When it comes to like personal reading and what I'm doing outside of the book club, uh, I'm reading Expert Secrets. Uh, during my morning elliptical exercise. Uh, So that's by Russell Brunson. And, you know, I don't go all the way uh, with reading a physical copy and listening at the same time, like uh, Alex Hormozzi suggests, but I take notes while I'm listening uh, to the audiobook, And I create almost a study guide for myself so that uh, after I finish the book and even while I'm reading the book, I can go back through and just refresh my memory on the different topics and uh, the different frameworks that are created from these books. Uh, I'm really digging expert secrets so far. It was a suggestion on the list of 13 books that Alex Hormozzi studies every single year and rereads. Definitely, so far, worth picking up. And I actually just finished uh, a book by Robert Cialdini called pre uh, It might be Robert Cialdini. I don't know how to pronounce that, but uh, pre has been super impactful to me Uh, So far after reading it, I didn't really think that it was going to have much impact on uh, a grower lifestyle and like my day to day and leading uh, the team and the farm. But I've definitely learned a lot about persuasion and setting the tone and and the scene and and creating a setting that's conducive to uh, the objective that we have. Um, And so often those objectives are to achieve something or to focus or to be better team members. And there are ways that we can subconsciously influence each other to do those things. And so, holy crap, definitely feel like Persuasion gave me a leg up and has given me a few action items. Like for instance, we're gonna put up some posters uh, showing signs of achievement and quotes in areas that we want people to be focused on Achieving great things, like in the production areas, in the growing areas. Uh, similarly, in the offices where we're expecting critical thinking and deep thinking, putting up posters of folks' deep thinking or things that are analogous to critical thinking and deep thinking that inspire people or like refocus their attention on that and have their attentions align with that. Uh, it may seem kitschy and, you know, uh, dumb, Uh, You saw it in your second grade uh, classroom on the walls, the inspiring posters, but you probably looked at them a lot and subconsciously they might've helped. So I'm going to work on that at the farm. And, you know, I I think there's always an opportunity to try something If it doesn't work, scrap it, but we've got to try something and see like what we can get from it. And so I'm applying as many of these things that I've learned, seeing how they work, seeing if they work for me keeping what works, throwing what doesn't work away for now, maybe testing it later because now it's not the right time, or maybe I don't have the right perspective for it. But all of these things are opportunities for me to get better personally and our team to get better every single day. I'm really grateful that you tuned in to listen to this and you find some of this valuable. If so, holler at me, let me know what you think. you were listening to success up north if you enjoyed this episode please hit subscribe rate the podcast and leave a review the true litmus test of this podcast impact is what listeners say about it if you found value in this content please share it with others if you'd like access to video and written content like this let's connect on linkedin until next time just grow with it